Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of friends have a drink and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben and today I'm drinking tea because I drank far too much last night and can't really handle anything stronger today. And locked in with me today we have... I'm Chris and I'm drinking a Coke Zero. And I'm Alid and I'm drinking a Black Stump. That sounds intriguing and slightly dreadful at the same time. It's a rather nice red wine. Right, not like a bit of arm from a zombie or something. It is rather a dark red wine. So, how does it work? Each week we'll get locked into one of the infinite escape rooms, many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. Puzzles that each of us have lovingly crafted. If we don't escape within an hour, then terrible things shall befall us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit. This week we find ourselves in a large industrial complex. There's a lingering smell of oil in the air and a sign that reads, Eat more chips! We can see corridors leading away with signs reading the bagging room, the tasting room, elevator 4A, and the skinning facility. We must be in a chip factory. The workers appear to be off at a potato convention today, but we'd best escape before Jill, the supervisor in charge of chipping chips from unchipped blocks of pre-chip, comes back and makes us clean the chipping blades. Behind us is the door to our salvation, locked with three whimsical padlocks. Let's escape! This week we have the bagging room, the tasting room, and the skinning room. What would you fancy first? I think we should do the skinning room first. I agree. And that is my puzzle. Oh, God. No! So you walk through some double doors into a large room. You can see that there is a large amount of machinery in the middle of the room. And behind the machinery, you can see a desk. And to your left, you can see a panel of controls. What would you like to do? How many objects are in this puzzle? Like, What's the total count? Am I going to have to find... A thousand different <laughs> things like last time. Um, you shouldn't do. So shall we describe the machinery? Yeah. Can I have a look at the control panel? So the control panel is extremely simple. It has got a button that says go, a button that says stop, and a small like LCD display to, to sort of give you some status information. Uh, it's currently off. Uh, can, I, can I turn it on? You press the start button. Yep. And immediately you hear the machinery behind you whirring into action. Does the LCD display anything? Not just yet, but before too long, there's a weird grinding and kind of clumping sound coming from the machinery. And the LCD display says error, jam. Like jam. Mm, jam. What flavour jam? Presumably potato jam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I like potato jam. Okay, should we have a look at the machinery then? Okay, so the machinery, as I say, spans the entire length of this room, and it's bang on in the middle of the room. Towards the very left-hand side of the room, away from the door that you came in, there is a large steel box with a chute going into it. You can't get into the chute, it's a closed chute. There's a sign on this box that says potato store. The potato store is joined, there's another large tube, coming out of the store and going into another very round shaped piece of machinery and there's this label on this saying the potato steamer this is also made of steel and you can kind of just about see on the top there appears to be a, a glass topped a lid although you don't know that it would necessarily open you can just see potatoes inside so the round machine is also labeled potato steamer so yes so you've got a, a large box which is the potato store that's connected to the potato steamer which is a large round container out of the potato steamer there is another pipe which goes into another large round container what's the difference between a pipe and a tube oh i don't know what's the difference between a pipe and a tube <laughs> oh you don't have a joke <laughs> <laughs> i was just 
It's just the difference in description struck me. <laughs> I'm going to use them interchangeably, <laughs> but not necessarily consistently interchangeably. Brilliant. So we go from the potato steamer into a pipe. In, into, a, into a pipe or a tube that goes into another large round container. This container has a sign on it that says potato spinner. This is what peels the potatoes. Coming out of this large container, there are two pipes. One goes in the same direction as all the others into a large, long container which has potato dryer written on it. And the other comes out towards the door and is attached to another box, slightly less large or smaller, in fact, than the potato store. And this has got a sign on it that says peel bin. And that's just about it for the machinery. Can we have a look inside the peel bin, please? You go to lift the lid of the peel bin up. It it looks very much like one of those dumpsters, except bigger and entirely made of steel. And you note that the peel bin is locked with a padlock requiring a key. (sighs) To have a look in the dryer? The dryer is just a large container. You can't particularly see into it. It's sealed, so you can't get into it. And it just says potato dryer on it. If you would like a little bit of background, which you don't need, but is purely, you know, informational. When you skin potatoes, you have to steam them to loosen the skin. And then you normally do something that sort of causes abrasion to the skin, which is often to spin it or to to put it in machines that with um, rubber nubbins that sort of abrase and stuff. And then you have to dry it before you can then go on to make chips. Okay, well, can we go and have a look at the steamer then? Sure, so the steamer was the second container. Wait, do I have to have prior knowledge of how to skin chips? It was purely informational. Okay. Oh, hold on. Wait, because you said you have to steam them first. Yeah. And then you have to dry them. Yes. And then you have to spin. No, 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 you spin first before you dry. What? So you steam, then spin, then dry. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. They're in the right order, great. So left to right, you should have potato store, potato steamer, potato spinner, potato dryer and coming off the spinner is also the peel bin yep got it yep nice can we look at the steamer of course so you look at the steamer it is uh, a large sort of five foot or so tall steel container it's brushed steel quite shiny it has the sign that says potato steamer is there any potatoes in it uh, you can see potatoes in it. There's a lot of potatoes in it. Are there any potatoes in the spinner? You can't see for sure, but you assume that there is. Just to clarify, which bins can we actually see into and access at the moment? You can't access any of them. The peel bin looks accessible if you can unlock the padlock. Okay. And you can see into the steamer. Can I look around for a key? Like, is there something taped to the bottom <laughs> of one of these machines? So, as I said... As I said when we walked into the room, behind the machinery, because the machinery sits very much in the middle of the room, behind the machinery you can see a desk, and now that you've changed position, you can also see a few posters on the wall. You also said, Ben, if I recall correctly, that the machine spanned the entire length of the room, so how do we get round the back? Ah, so the pipes are sort of about four and a half foot off the ground, so you can duck underneath them. Oh, okay. I'm guessing there must be some sort of panel at the back of the machine, Chris, that we can just unjam stuff. I, I think we should go and look at the desk. Okay, so you go and have a look at the desk, and it seems to be sort of more or less empty. There's a there's a roster for the for the for today's shifts. It's the current time. You look at your watch and, and divine the time is uh, the potato convention time because that's where all the workers are. And then when they all come back later, it's home time. So there's basically no one working here today. That's all that's on the desk. And the posters? The posters, right? There are four posters. They're all sort of nice bright colours and slightly cartoony, not overly realistic. One depicts a 
potato waffle with a large sort of red stop sign around it. One of them has a very old looking piece of wood with a chip like falling off of it. And the third is a picture of a man with a chip at the top of his left arm. Okay. And the fourth. And the fourth and final poster reads key safety facts. One. One. Wear heat resistant clothing. Two. Use eye protection. Three, don't forget to wear super grip boots. And four, hair nets. Just the word hair nets. Yes. I knew it. you inferred that you must use hair nets. Okay. But the man's got a chip on his shoulder. Man's got a chip on his shoulder. Yes, the man's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh, chip off the old block. Yeah. The relevance what's of the these p- posters still doesn't actually what? tie into the machine, though, does it? I know I know that, but what's the potato waffle one? We're waffling. Aye. <laughs> what? <laughs> no waffling. Oh, <laughs> these didn't take the most most amount of time to, of my hey, planning. This is honest. impressive, given the fact that it took you like ten minutes. Um, right. Uh, can we go and press the stop button, please? Of course. So you go back under the pipes and to the control panel, and you press stop, and the LCD display reads stopped. Jam. Um, right. Stop waffling. Don't waffle. Chip off the old block. Chip on his shoulder. Has anything changed on the machine? If we go back through and have a look, is there anything different? No, not at all. It, it all looks just how you uh, how you saw it earlier. So we've got a stop button. Remind me what other buttons there are on the control panel. There is a start button and a stop button. If I if I go looking around the room, mm-hmm. is there anything anything else going on? Like have I missed anything? Uh, nope, nope, not that you can see. You've got the doors that you came in, the control panel, all of the machinery that we've been through, the posters and the desk. At the back of the machine, on the four compartments, are there access hatches at all? Uh, there are not. The potato steamer, you know, you said it's got like a glass front to it. A glass top, yes. Glass top. If I picked up Alad here right. and slammed him into <laughs> the glass top, Yes. Does it look like weak enough that that might, you know, break the glass? That would mean losing your deposit. (sighs) At some point, we're going to sacrifice the deposit. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty much gone already. And you have broken the machinery, it's jammed. (laughs) No, it was already broken before we got it. Don't try pulling that one on us. Of course, yes, yes. That's what they all say. And you say that we can see into the steamer, and we appear Mm -hmm. to access the peel bin, but we can't with a key. Oh. What? Can we just stand on the desk? Can we just move you can the stand desk on the desk and then move the desk next to the compartment and then stand on the desk to gain access? So you, you do that. You drag the, the desk across the, the room to the steamer. You stand on the desk and you peer into the steamer and you can see some steaming potatoes. Okay. Chris, you reckon you can reach in and just pull some out? Well, there's um there's glass in the way. <sighs> I thought there was a lid on top. Well, it, it's it's like a glass lid that, that you know, can we remove you can the see, lid? see in. Now that we can reach? Uh, no, it, it uh, is either affixed or just far too heavy. We need to unjam the machine. Um... I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, hang on then. Right, I'm going to take Alad and I'm going to pick him up and I'm going to smash him into the glass <laughs> on, not the, on desk. the steamer. Me, not the desk though. <laughs> so you pick up Alad and you smash him against the glass on the steamer. There is a large dum. Followed by an Alid yells. There appears to be absolutely no damage at all to the glass on the steamer, but Alid's nose is now bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> the infinite escape room takes breakages of each other, not counting towards losing your deposit. Right. Um, 
Nose automatically fixed, as it does. In between the chambers, Ben. Yes. The tubes that join them. Yes. Are there any sort of fixings that fix them to each chamber? Um, They appear to be sort of uh, industrially riveted to each container. Can I pick up Chris and throw him at the rivets? Uh, You try, but Chris being that much bigger than you, um, (laughs) you're unable to... <laughs> Unable to lift him. Chris, will you throw yourself at the rivets in bits, please? No, no, I'm not doing that. Um, for the viewer's information, I have the the physique of a younger Hagrid. Good description. Um, is there some jam? Is this a pun? Is the whole puzzle a pun or something? Knowing Ben, it could be. Oh God, can we take the? Can we look behind the posters? Oh no, really? Which poster would you like to look behind first? Chip on his shoulder. You take the chip off his shoulder, off of the wall. It's uh, sort of tacked on with not really blue tack, but like strips of sticky stuff. And through years of being in a steamy environment, it, it sort of peels off quite nicely. There is a blank wall behind the chip on his shoulder. Uh, chip off chip the old off block. block. You do the same to the chip off the old block poster and. Uh, there is nothing behind that. But, uh, the don't waffle poster. You take the... This one's a little bit more sticky. and uh, mm-hmm. So you're a little bit more careful because you don't want to tear it because that would be losing your deposit. Um, that comes off in, in one, thankfully. Uh, and there is nothing behind it. Is there anything on the back of these posters on the, the reverse side? There is not, no. Okay. Key safety facts. So you look at the, the key safety facts and you start to peel off the key safety facts. Um, and behind the poster... Sake, ben. Behind the oh, poster... Oh, I hate you. Is a small... <laughs> recess <laughs> fucking hell with a key <laughs> I oh, wrote no. key I fucking no. wrote key down Ben I'm going to make you suffer <laughs> you're going to suffer so bad <laughs> So there's a small recess. Is there a key in the small with, recess? With a, key, with a key in the small recess, yes. Can we take the key and open up the steamer? Wherever it was. Uh, you take the, the key and you open up the peel bin. As you open it, the stink coming out of it is... It's rotten potato peel and it is bunged up severely. Go on, I'll clear it out then. I'll give you a hand, it's fine. So you both climb into the bin. There's uh, there's plenty of room. I mean, there there could be about six of each of you in this bin. It's, it's rather large. And you start to just sort of hoof out slimy bits of potato peel until you come to the pipe connecting it to the spinner. And as you clear some away, more sludgy potato skin just oozes out of the pipe. The pipe is big enough for one of you to, to crawl into. And as you continue to clear away the potato skins, they seem to... The, the flow of potato skin seems to stop and you can see into the potato spinner. Alad, as uh, we've previously discussed, I'm slightly on the giant side. I don't think I'm going to fit down this tubular pipe connecting to the spinner. It it seems really coincidental that a puzzle would have been designed taking our physical height and physique into (laughs) account. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm assuming even Alad would struggle to get through. No, no, no. I mean, there's there's plenty of room for even Chris. There's about uh, half a a Chris's worth of space around Chris should he want to go in. Wow. Wow, that's a that's a big tubular pipe there. Yeah, I mean you have to go you know on your belly to sort of get yourself through, but um but yeah, there's plenty of, you're not going to get stuck. I'm still sending Alad. Yeah, of course, that's fine. That's fair. <laughs> ben, can I climb through the tube? You climb through the tube. A less climbing to be honest and more sort of sliding. Sliding on the on the sludgy skin soupy sludge. As Alad enters the potato spinner, he sees a gleaming object on the floor of the spinner machine. Going over to it, he finds the stinky skin key. And you have solved my puzzle. You uh, you exit the room and uh, make your way back to the lobby. So, the bagging zone in the tasting room. What do we uh, what do we factor next? I feel that doing this somewhat logically is the answer. So, presumably after 
Potatoes have been skinned. They would get chipped, and uh, we would then go to the tasting room to see if they taste good. Let's go to the tasting room, then. I thought we were going to the chipping room. And this is my puzzle. You enter the tasting room. It's an extremely narrow room, with only enough room to walk forward. And if you were to leave, you'd need to walk backwards. On the left wall are posters. In order from the door, they display the following. Original, salt and vinegar, barbecue, barbecue. All posters have today's date on them. On the right-hand wall is a placard, which reads, My favourite favourite is the best one today. Directly in front of you is a table. On the table is the following. A clear tube running from the ceiling to the table, which appears to be a dispenser of sorts. One of those podiums with a sad red face and a happy green face on it. Both faces are buttons and lights up if you were to press them. It also has another button on it, labelled Gimme. This button is blue. What would you like to look at? Can we look behind the posters? No, they're glued to the wall. <laughs> and I guess the, the, the placard on the right, there's nothing... Uh, we can't like take that off the wall and look behind it or anything? No, you can't. Is there anything else about the placard that we might notice? Mm, no. Okay, so I guess that we ought to uh, walk up to the table and press the blue gimme button. Sure. You press the gimme button and it dispenses a crisp from the tube. Okay, can um, can I gently break it in half and give half to Chris and taste my half? You taste the crisp and it tastes salty. <laughs> and <laughs> and vinegary? Just salty. Just salty. Okay, so I'm going to say that that's original. Um, hmm. Now, I'm partial to an original crisp. Can I press gimme like a ton of times? No, I, I feel that we should probably... Uh, we, that may break the puzzle, I feel. <laughs> it may do. You'd have to push it and find out. I'm doing it 20 times. <laughs> Chris, 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 before oh. we do that, can I suggest that we do it like a few times, like carefully and potentially before we leave the room after solving the puzzle we do it a whole time to like no, go back to lobby with now. come on crisp. pressing it 20 times you're not you've never done the uh, successfully done the marshmallow challenge have you no no <laughs> 20, 20 30 40 times come on let's go yeah sure so chris you hammer the gimme button yeah and nothing happens damn it oh i'd accounted for that can i press the green button with the smiley face on it. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Sure. Uh, you press the green button and nothing happens. Can I press the gimme button now? You can. It dispenses a crisp. Can we tr- test the crisp? What flavour is it? Sure. You can taste the crisp and it tastes salty. So, green button, gimme button, green button, gimme button, green button, gimme button, green button, gimme button. <laughs> How many times did you push the gimme button? Like six. I think four. Oh, oh sorry. There we are. So... You've pushed the gimme button four times, followed by the God. green button four times, and it dispenses four crisps. Can I try the crisps? Can I eat them? Yeah. Sorry, what, Ben. I think what? Chris is having all the crisps. Yeah, yeah. Ben's not getting any. What do they taste of? They are all salty. Okay. Could we please press the red sad face button and then press the give me button again, please? You haven't got any crisps, Ben. What? You had half a crisp. No, oh, he did have half a crisp. That is true. Yeah. You may need to dispense another crisp. Don't design puzzles that can be broken. I don't know that it has been. I've just had a lot of wine. Anyway. <laughs> so we're, we're currently at a state where we've had a series, and I hope it doesn't matter how many, but we've had a series of original crisps. Oh, hold on. Let me think. You've had four crisps. Five. And you've pushed... Six. We've had six, oh, six crisps. Had, yeah, six and you've crisps. pushed the green button six um, times. Six times. No, we pushed the green button five times because the first one came out straight away. Uh, 
One, two, three, four, five. Yes, we've not pushed it for the last crisp yet. Right, perfect. Okay, I'm with you. What button did you want to press, Ben? I'm going to go for the red one, please. So you press the sad face and the button stays red. And can we press the gimme button? You can, and a crisp gets dispensed. And what is the flavour of it? Who's tasting it? Uh, I'm, so I'm going to go back to, I'm going to break it in half, we're both going to have half. Goodness, you're rational. Um, so you taste the crisp, and this one tastes both salty and vinegary. Interesting. So could we press the green button and then the gimme button again, please? You can. You press the green button, nothing happens. And the gimme button? And when you push the gimme button, you get another crisp. And um, I'll give this one to Chris to taste. What, what do I taste? You taste... The crisp. <laughs> no, what does it taste of? It tastes <laughs> like salt and vinegar. Okay, so that I'm guessing, Chris, that um, if we dislike what we taste, we're going to get another flavour. If we like what we taste, we're always going to get the same, is, is what we're seeing so far. Yes, yeah. So... My guess is that we we press the dislike button. Okay. And press the gimme again. You press the sad face and the button remains red. You press the gimme button once again and it dispenses a crisp. What flavour is this crisp? Who's tasting it? Ben. Chris. My, uh, okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll have the whole thing. <laughs> ben, you taste the crisp and it tastes like barbecue. Right, can okay. we do dislike again and press gimme? You can. You press the sad face and the red light that was on now goes out. Oh. And you press gimme again and you get a crisp. And... I'll try it. What flavour is it? Salt. Okay, so I think what we need to do is progress through original red, salt and vinegar, red, barbecue, green. So could we please, uh, we've got an original crisp just now, come out. Could we please press the red button? You can. You push the red button, the button remains red. Uh, we'll press gimme. It dispenses a crisp. I taste it. it. Tastes like salt and vinegar. Okay, I don't like that. Press the red button. The button remains red. Okay, press gimme. Dispenses a crisp. Chris, taste this one. Tastes like barbecue. And we'll press the green button, please. You press the green button and the button remains green. And we'll press the gimme button. And it dispenses a crisp. And I will taste it. And it tastes like barbecue. Right. Hmm. What do you reckon now, Chris? I don't know. I, well, something we've not tested before. Can we press the green button, please? You can. You press the happy, smiley face. The button flashes green twice and remains on. And the gimme button? You press the gimme button once more. No crisp falls from the ceiling this time. No. A key falls from the ceiling. Yay! You have found the crisp key. Yay! You have solved my puzzle. With the crisp key in hand, you leave the tasting room with a bitter taste in your mouth. You return to the lobby. Excellent. So, I believe that we have last the bagging room. That is my puzzle. You open the door to the bagging room and find yourself standing in front of a small control panel. Behind the control panel is a pane of glass through which you can see the bagging room. Within the bagging room, there is a large funnel protruding from the ceiling and three open bags labelled 10 kilograms, 6 kilograms and 5 kilograms. What would you like to do? Uh, The bags, sorry Chris, are they above or below the funnel? They're below the funnel. They're attached to... Below the um, funnel. Some sort of machine machine arms, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, could we have a little look at the control panel, please? On the control panel, there are three buttons labelled fill, and then the numbers one, two, and three. Next to the fill buttons is a section titled swap, with the two rows of the same three numbered buttons. Underneath all this is an empty all button, and to the right is a power meter, that appears to be divided into 10 segments. Oh, God. What? 
there is a post-it note above the buttons which reads don't forget the commercial customers don't check the weight only fill the 10 kilogram bag with eight kilograms of chips okay one two three four five six seven eight nine ten so i just um just drawing my power meter. So, um, just very quickly, the the swap buttons, yep. or this the swap section on the control panel, that was uh, a row of three buttons with one, two, and three, and then a second row yeah. of buttons with one, two, and three. In, in looking really close, you see uh, one row is labelled source and one row is labelled destination. Oh, okay. When you said source, then I thought you meant like you know, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-ketchup chi- uh, crisp chips. Chips. <laughs> chips. Okay, so, hmm. Are any of the bags currently under the funnel? None of the bags are currently under the funnel. Okay. Hmm. Are any of the bags full already? None of the bags are full. They're all empty. Okay. So, I think, um, can we please press fill three and see what that does? So, the robotic arms pick up the five kilogram bag mm-hmm. and move it under the funnel. The funnel opens and chips fall out into it, filling the bag. Okay. Okay. Is the bag full? Yes, the bag is now full. Appears to be okay. approximately five kilograms of chips. Okay. And hmm. Okay. So that's that's that mechanic. You also done. notice that the power meter has lost one increment. It now reads nine. Oh fuck. Okay. Okay. So we've got a finite number of goes on this. I, I'm guessing. Oh, shit. So um. The thing that I'm the thing that I'm uh, unsure about at this point. I'm quite happy with the fill one two three. The biggest problem is going to be that the if we fill the ten kilogram bag, it is going to fill it to the top. It's not going to put eight kilograms into it, which is what the poster note says. Now, the only bit, the only mechanic that I don't understand is the swap mechanic. So, oh. Oh, Uh-oh. no, I do. I do. So, could I pre- please press the top, the, the, the source three mm. swap button yep. and the one destination swap button? The robotic arms pick up the five kilogram bag and empty it into the 10 kilogram bag. It is now half full. Excellent. The five kilogram right. bag is now empty and the power meter reads eight. Okay, cool. Right, so I'm thinking that we have probably my my guess is for the, for this we've probably got to fill up each of these bags five kilograms six kilograms eight kilograms in reverse order to the way chris presented them we've somehow got to figure out how we can get eight from five and six is my guess so we can swap around and we can we can presumably uh we, we presumably don't care too much for wastage um and we can empty everything to reset yeah but hold on now because you just filled a three didn't you no i filled a five mm. that was in position number three six kilograms and five kilograms yes it's in position number three right hmm. so I, I kind of feel that that maybe no, that's always going to be six so i kind of feel that maybe like we've got we've got a um you can tip 10 6 and 5 are definitely the correct numbers chris yes i've got the answer clearly written down as well oh could we, um, unless Alan, you've got any ideas? I have many, but let's hear yours first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, could we please uh, press um, the number two on the fill, uh, the number two fill button, please? Okay, so the six kilogram bag gets moved under the funnel and is filled up with six kilograms. Excellent. The power meter Can... now reads seven. Okay. Could we please um, swap... Two with three. So source two, destination yep. three. So you then end up filling 
the robotic arm is going to move it over the top and the five kilogram bag ends up with five kilograms in and there appears to be some left in the six kilogram bag excellent so oh the power needs to now read six wait did it go did it go down without us doing anything or is that after doing that the swap was after doing the swap okay right so can we please press the empty all you press the empty all button the robotic arms pick up the bag empty everything into the waste bin and the power meter resets to 10. Oh, excellent. Oh, that's, that's, okay. a, that's a boon. Um, so, could we please fill up the six? Uh, so, so uh, do fill two. Yep, that ends up with six kilograms of uh, chips in it. Excellent. So, we've got uh, six kilograms in the six kilogram yep. uh, bag. Could we please do a swap, two being the source yep. and three being the destination? Yep. So, you end up uh, with uh, one in the six kilogram and five in the five kilogram and the power meter now reads eight cool now i i think my head thought this was going to work and now i'm not sure it's going to could we please because why didn't i just do the six into that hmm um could we please put swap uh source three uh is that what i want six and two is eight Oh, oh, right. Yes, sorry. So, could we please put uh, swap source two yep. with destination one? So, we're going to put the remaining one kilogram yep. into the 10 kilogram bag. So, you've now got one kilogram in the 10 kilogram bag, the power meter reads seven, and the six kilogram bag is empty. Excellent. Could we please next um, swap the five kilogram bag into the six kilogram bag? Yep. Uh, the power meter now reads six. And it has been swapped across. And can we once again press the fill two button? You do that. It puts an additional kilogram into the six kilogram bag. Now has six kilograms in it. Excellent. And power meter reads five. Five. Can we please uh, do a swap between two and three again? Yep, you can. And the five kilogram bag now has five in. And there's one kilogram left in the six kilogram bag. And the power meter reads five. Four. Four. Right. Could we please put uh, swap the two into the one? Two. Two. Oh, bag two into bag one. Yep. So yes. you uh, have zero kilograms in the six kilogram bag, and you have two kilograms in the ten kilogram bag, and the power meter reads three. Okay. Mm. I, I hope that I'm going. I've got got this with with enough power left. Could we please uh, press fill two again? Uh, so fill two. Uh, we'll bring six kilograms into the six kilogram bag and you've got a power level of two. Okay, we're now going to put, uh, to swap source two into destination one. Source two into destination one. You end up with eight kilograms in the 10 kilogram bag, uh, zero kilograms in the six kilogram bag and you've, have you I think you've still got five kilograms in the five We've kilogram still got f- bag. We do. And the power meter reads one. Okay, and lastly, Alan, would you like to take us home? No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I take I take Alan's hand and uh, mash. I don't mash, I hit it once, uh, quite hard. Um, the fill two button, please. The, I thought it was fill two, it's fine. The chips descend into the six kilogram bag, the power meter drops to zero, and you hear a little clinking noise at the bottom of the control panel and out drops the kilo key oh very (laughs) nice (laughs) so you walk back out of the 
bagging room into the lobby. Excellent. And with that, we insert the stinky skin key, the crisp key, and the kilo key into the three rooms of padlocks, and we escape. Yay! Woo! And there we are. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds and iTunes and also at our website, theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoy the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could give us a rating and a bit of a review on iTunes or Facebook as it's a massive help in reaching new audiences. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you next time in another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Who said I was wearing clothes?